I was like this black hole that could never get enough attention, could never get enough affection. And that was like my primary goal. I used, you know, being pretty, being sexy, like that was so important to me. And having male attention was so, so important to me. And I went years with just desperate for attention, desperate for affection. I wanted love. And I would take anything if it resembled what I thought was love. Hello, and welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. I'm Crystal Rose, your host, and thank you for being here today. I'm so glad you're here. Today is going to be pretty intense. We are going to talk about father wounding. Yep. (laughs) That's right. We are digging right on in. And I want to talk about father wounding because I don't feel like people realize that this is what's happening. Maybe in the past, you've heard the term daddy issues. And this is really kind of an expansion on that, right? Like daddy issues is almost kind of like a throwaway to certain behaviors. And I really want to kind of dig in deeper to what father wounding actually means. So I posted something on my Instagram a while back, and it was a repost of this woman, Kate Kelly. I believe she's a lawyer. And so this is her post. And then I went and I added a caption to it. So she says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but hyper-independence is the result of trauma. I don't need anybody and must do everything myself really means my ability to trust has been injured by people systemically letting me down and failing me. You do need people. We all do. So when I read that, that, that kind of hit because I hear that a lot from people. You know, I don't need anyone. I'll do it all myself. So this is my post. And then we're going to talk about this. I said, I can't tell you how many times I've heard women, especially high achieving women, say things like they know they have work to do on themselves and healing, but it's something they need to do on their own. What they are missing is that this belief that they must do it all on their own will limit that healing because it is a huge part that needs to be healed. I'll take it a step further and say that this trauma response, and trauma doesn't have to be trauma with a big T, is usually the result of father wounding. Father wounding can be as simple as craving love from your father and that need wasn't met the way you wanted it to be. Of course, it could also be abuse, mental, emotional, physical. It could be absence, abandonment, or neglect. It could just be him having impossibly high standards that you adopted for yourself. A large percentage of high-achieving women deal with a father wound. It puts us on a path to hustling for our worth. It keeps us from celebrating our achievements because we aren't where we want to be or don't feel worthy yet. But when will you? When will it be enough? This is literally a huge part of the work I do and a large chunk of the work I've already done. And guess what? I didn't do it alone. I don't do the work for you and can't heal you, but I can guide you into that healing, help you stop spinning your wheels, and help you learn to finally feel the way that you want to. I have unshakable support in my bones. All you have to do is ask. And I will put this out there to you. If you have any questions, you guys can always go into my personal DMs at Excel Rose. I love hearing from you guys. Or even at Self Love Breakfast Club, you can reach out to me there. I'm happy to talk to you guys more in depth about this stuff. So the father wound, right? I'll give you guys a little bit of like my personal background because I deal with both the father and the mother wound and we will get into the mother wound in a separate episode. (laughs) So generally with parental wounding, 
it is the parent that you crave love from the most is probably the one that has wounded you the deepest, probably the where, where the most work is to be done around that parent. And this doesn't mean that your parent is a bad person. This doesn't mean that you, you know, you may even have a decent relationship with them, but there still may be feelings going on and deep rooted pain that maybe you haven't healed or dealt with yet. And so it's manifesting in other ways. So for me, for instance, I had this kind of unique cocktail combination where, you know, my father was abusive and my mother is mentally ill and that caused, you know, a a dynamic with each of them. So my relationship with each of them was very, very painful. And so I had, I pretty much, I leaned towards the father wounding behaviors because that was the initial rupture. That was like the initial pain. However, the pain with my mother went longer and decades longer. (laughs) And I dealt with that more, but I kind of, I kind of felt more into the behaviors that manifest from a father wounding standpoint. So Here's the thing, this hyper-independence, we'll talk about that first because that was part of this post. Having hyper-independence, I see this a lot. And, and what it is, is it is this distortion of this masculine space, right? So our father is in the masculine and generally, you know, it's kind of a distortion. So it's not this healthy, strong father figure. There generally might be some unhealthy aspects to it. And like I said, that can happen from just having like really high expectations. Okay. And you wanting to please your dad and be praised by him and and have him love you and show affection for you can result in these high achieving behaviors. And so often I see women hustling for their worth, right? Like there, it's never enough. There's, there's always a moving target. Okay. I want to get to this. And then they get to that level. You know, I want to make X amount of dollars. They get to X amount of dollars and they keep moving and moving and moving. And this isn't to say that like, you can't have goals. That's not what I'm saying. Like goals are great, but there's no celebration. There's no, nothing is ever good enough. Nothing is ever good enough and you can't rest in it. You can't enjoy it because you're already behind. You have to move on to the next thing. So for me with, you know, my father, he was very controlling abusive. And I was able to actually move through and heal at a very, very young age with my father. At age 18, I was able to forgive him, truly forgive him and move past a lot of the stuff that happened that honestly, I I attribute that to having going through so much therapy (laughs) in the therapeutic boarding school I went to and just like being able to have the self-awareness around myself that you know, this was something I want. I knew that letting go and, and forgiving was not about him. It was about me. So I'd still, because I still had these unresolved issues with my mother, I was still kind of demonstrating a lot of these behaviors. So I needed affection externally. And if you've heard any of my story before, or even read my <laughs> atrocious book that's out there, <laughs> then you would know that I was so, I was like this black hole that it could never get enough attention, could never get enough affection. And that was like my primary goal. I used, you know, being pretty, being sexy, like that was so important to me. And having male attention was so, so important to me. And I went years with just desperate for attention, desperate for affection. I wanted love. And I would take anything if it resembled what I thought was love. 
And over time, I realized one that was really damaging to myself, but also, you know, damaging to the people around me. I cheated on my fiance, my ex-fiance. I cheated on him and I was just like, not a very nice person. I wasn't even nice to the people I was cheating with. I was kind of mean. And I knew in my heart that I wasn't a bad person. And this resulted in a lot of stress and kept me up at night. It really messed with me because I just didn't, I could not figure out why I was acting the way that I was acting. And I also really couldn't figure out how to stop. So when I finally was able to like stop I shifted. And so I was no longer being this attention whore. I moved into hustling for my worth because, you know, working 17 hour days isn't hurting anyone. Right. And that's what I've had multiple businesses. I have constantly tried to achieve, 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 taken on way more than I could ever chew. And getting myself in these overwhelming anxiety spirals because I had just like put so much on myself. And I had no idea why I was doing this. It didn't make any sense to me. I just knew it was something I would do. And, you know, when people would be like, well, what, what drives you? Like, why are you so driven? Like, you, you, you're so driven. You do so many things. And I would just be like, I don't know. It's like in me. And the reality was I was consciously hustling for the worth, love, and validation I never received from my parents growing up. And it was lonely and shitty and stressful. And when I finally realized then I had to heal that part of myself. And so I see this a lot and I especially see it with, you know, more driven women, high achieving women that are like, I have to do this myself. And that's not just about work. Okay. Like their personal healing journey. I have seen that as I got to do this myself. Well, it's something I have to do on my own and I have to do this on my own. You guys, growing in a vacuum is really hard. We need other people, not just for support, but also for guidance. We need other people for inspiration. We need other people for as mirrors of what's possible for us. We need other people and growing and healing will happen so much faster and will sink in so much better with support, whether that be from a coach or community or whatever, right? Support. It's so important. Being part of something, it's so important. And so when I see these women out there that are just like burnt out, they do not love themselves. They are struggling in different ways. Maybe they're super successful, but they feel like something's missing and they just keep hustling and they keep hustling and they keep hustling. And that goes back a lot of the times. I'm not saying every woman is like this, okay? But like a lot of the times goes back to this father wound. So here are some signs that you or maybe someone you know deals with this father wound. And this is how it can manifest, okay? And how it manifests in an unhealthy way. So maybe you're a bit aggressive, okay? Controlling. Have you ever been like, I'm a control freak. I'm just a control freak. You're kind of forcing things to happen. You don't really allow things to flow and just be. You feel like if you don't force it, it won't happen, Maybe there's a coldness or a distance where there's an avoidance of connection. Maybe connection is really hard and you'd rather just not. Also, taking things personally. Uh, I see this happen a lot where, uh, and I see it happen with men who are clearly not healthy. When someone posts something and like you kind of take it personally and then you have to say something, right? Like you have to comment on it and just be like, and, and, and it's so distanced from what actually was being said 
and like the person who's responding. Okay. Intentionally shaming other people, you know, whether that be shaming other people for not making the choices that you make. And and sometimes it doesn't look like shaming or we don't think we're shaming other people, but ultimately that's what's happening. Being a bully, you know, again, being aggressive, being critical and also being reactive, just reacting to things and not taking a moment to stop and to think like, and just impulsively kind of just boom, reacting. That's another sign. And another big one is trying to fix instead of listening. So how many times have we had friends come to us for advice or just wanting to be listened to and we're trying to fix them? That was a big one for me, you guys. I will say that I've lost some friendships because I so badly wanted to fix my friends. I felt like I had the answers and I knew what was best and I did love them so much and I knew that they could be so much better than they were. And, and I mean that like by they could be happier. They could have the things that they want. They could be their best selves. When I felt like they weren't living up to their potential, that's when I would try to fix them. That's shitty. <laughs> you know, that's like a shitty thing to do to a friend. But also, I didn't know better, right? Like, we don't always know better. But once we are able to, you know, once we know better, we can do better. So, hyper independence, feeling like you have to do everything alone. I'm strong. I'm independent. I don't need anybody. That whole thing. And there's a difference between having that independence and not needing to rely on the external to fill you up and pushing it away and pushing away guidance and pushing away help, having a hard time asking for help. That all kind of stems back to this wound. And that wound, that father wound tends to connect directly with our worthiness wound, with our worthiness. What level of worthiness do we feel like we have? So what do you do if this is you, right? Like, I don't want to leave you guys just like hanging. <laughs> I know this was really deep and really in depth. And obviously, like, this takes a lot of work to work through. So where can you start? So a lot of these things are practice, right? Like, we can't just like decide we're going to do something once and then just think it's going to happen over and over again. We have to be intentional and practice. So one of the biggest things that I would say, so... The first thing I would say is if you exhibit any of these behaviors and you maybe feel badly after the fact, right? A lot of the times when we lash out to someone or we're controlling or, you know, there's like a shame kind of spiral or shame feeling that comes in after it. Why did I do this? Why did I act like that? You know, we're able to kind of see it from afar, but it's really, really hard for us to own it or to, to the other person specifically, but also we're upset that we did it in the first place. And maybe also if you find yourself forcing things, right? And you're not really in flow. Like if you're working, you're like, force, force, go, go, go. Then maybe this will help you too. This literally can, I mean, this is kind of like the basis of most things that I teach. Breathing. <laughs> so simple. And yet we forget to do it all day, every day. We don't recognize our breathing at all. And a lot of the times it's very shallow. So what I would suggest to you is if you find yourself in a situation where you feel that ping, right, where someone says something and you maybe you want to respond right away or just basically any time, like just before you go and act, take a deep breath, just in through the nose 
and out through the mouth and just give yourself a couple of those. And that creates space between you and whatever the thing or person or whatever is. We do not need to be instantaneous in our responses to others in our work. Most of the time, it'll still be there when we finished a couple of breaths. And taking a couple of deep breaths, like again, it's probably sounds stupid to you. You're probably like, that is so dumb and that is so simple. Like, give me something better. But I'm telling you that creates space and that that will help you so much more. If you can recognize it and having that awareness, if you're able to have that awareness and recognize it, a couple of deep breaths. And I'm I'm telling you, it's it'll make some shifts. It'll definitely help. So another thing that you can do is as hard as it may feel and as hard as it may be, ask for help and start with something really, really small. Maybe something you don't even need that much help with. Just ask for help, whether that be a team that you have, you know, and you can delegate something off of your plate that maybe you feel like only you can do, (laughs) or maybe it's a significant other and you've been trying to do everything yourself and haven't allowed too much help from them or have been afraid to ask. Just something small, not a big thing. It doesn't have to be huge, but just ask for help and then allow yourself to receive it. That's the hard part is allowing yourself to receive it, but just ask for something, you know, help with something small. And another thing that you can do again with something really small is celebrate. If you have a win, no matter how small it is, get in the habit of celebration. Just throw yourself a little mini party, (laughs) pour some champagne. Even if it's like a small, stupid goal that you know you're going to hit anyways, you were going to hit anyway, celebrate it. Whatever it is, you accomplish something, celebrate it. Because when you keep doing the little small things and the small celebrations, it builds up. And so when you have something big to celebrate, you'll actually celebrate it rather than just being like on to the next, on to the next. And finally, getting a little bit more support and guidance to work through some of these things. If this really hit for you and you feel like, wow, I've got some stuff to work on, I would certainly advise that you hire a coach or, you know, you can start really small and join the self-love breakfast club. The father wound and all of the deep-rooted issues that surround it is the work that I do. This is what I do. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I lead my clients through on a regular basis. So I'm here for you. And when the official membership site launches, then there will be a place where you can even just baby steps in and get the tools that you need to grow and heal and improve and not feel like you're a hamster on the wheel anymore, hustling for your worth or your worthiness, whether that be at work or with humans. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. I know it was like a short and sweet one, but I hope that it hit home for some of you guys. Definitely reach out to me, hit me up in my DMs at Axel Rose or the Self Love Breakfast Club. And just tell me what you think about this episode. Let me know how it landed for you. Thank you so much again for listening today and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self-Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.